right, y'all, get ready for another edition of News and Trends with your host, Dave and Lynn. Welcome, welcome, welcome to News and Trends with Dave and Lynn. I am one of your hosts, Mr. David Coker, proprietor of Dave Mark Inc., promoter, event planner, um, marketing specialist, all-around town kind of guy, hanging out with Mr. Leonard Young. I'm the number one good guy. I'm going to let the number two good guy introduce himself to you. Go ahead, sir. Dave, how's it going? All right. Good, good. This is Leonard Young, CEO of National Black Guy, DelawareBlack.com, Black Media Specialist, Future Triathlete Champion, <laughs> you know, all, all that good stuff. And of course, the, the number one good guy mm-hmm. in the state that we are residing in. Uh, he's in Toronto, Canada at the moment. <laughs> mm-hmm. Nope. Guess, guess again. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. What's going on, man? Nothing. Everything's everything. Getting ready for uh, this uh, colonoscopy on yeah. Friday, so you know. Oh, you, oh, 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 oh yeah. okay. Yeah. All right, I got to I got to send. Uh, I got to send um, the favorite comfort record over to you. You'll never oh, find sure. a better love. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, send uh, send me my flowers and uh, prepare my after meal because I'm already I'm already you know changing my diet or whatever. So. Um, I'll definitely be ready to eat something unhealthy afterwards. Oh yeah, oh that's the first thing you want to eat after you go through the regimen of, of, of you know, the clean out part because mm-hmm. that's always and you always worry whether or not you cleaned out enough. So that's another yeah. thing too. So, right. so but, but you know, they, yeah, they, yeah. Dave, Dave, uh, better be safe than sorry because I ain't trying to do this next week. <laughs> <laughs> well. I'm just saying, uh, you know, it, you it, it's an interesting experience, and um, you 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 got somebody to take you and everything, right? Yeah, yeah, uh, wifey. Okay, all right, yeah, because you will not be able to drive. You're gonna be feeling kind of loopy when you come out of it. So <laughs> I'll tell you that now. So, but if the doctor hugs you and says, "Man, that was a great time," right? <laughs> and then and then. Then you know it went well. Okay. Yeah. Or, or, or uh, I left the money on the nightstand. Yeah, there you go. There you go. There you go. Yeah. Yep, so or, we'll, if he hands we'll you, or if he hands you money back, then that's mm-hmm. a problem. Okay. You know, right. So, or, so. Or, or, or Dave, I, I wake up from the anesthesia and he's gone. No trace. <laughs> <laughs> and then you turn to your wife and say, now I get it. Right. Right. <laughs> Yeah, there you go. There you go. Yep. So, so we'll see. Yeah. Fun, okay, fun well. time. Fun. Fun times as you get older. You know. Yeah. 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 Well, the the whole key to the whole thing is getting a healthy report. So hopefully that yeah, that will be the end results. Because I know my first one, man, was a horror story. I think I told you that story before, but it was turned out healthy. But okay. it was not. It was not a fun time. Believe me. Oh, so, but the second one went without went without a hitch. So okay. that was okay. good. Right, good, yeah. good. So, yeah. So, um, oh, speaking of that, one of um, you know, you guys always hear, our, you know, our theme song in the beginning and our opening. Um, 
you know, um, in our out, uh, well, intro um, in the beginning, and you hear our, our friend um, DJ Tim Dog speaking um, as he introduces the show. Please keep him in your prayers, him and his daughter Layla, as she, um, you know, is going through the health crisis that she's going through. A lot of people didn't know Tim already know what's going on. Um, your Facebook friend or social media friend of his, I know him personally, you know that he is ride or die for his daughter. So we just, you know, the news and trends with Dave and Lynn's show just wants to uh, make sure that uh, our listeners or who are listening in to say a prayer for Tim and his daughter as she fights her fight and just keep the family in prayer as we go along. Okay. Um, de definitely prayer for Tim dog and his, his daughter and you know, all her, her family and friends. Okay. Yeah. Just wanted to make sure we got that out. All right. I guess we got some uh, stuff to talk about for tonight's show. Um, you know, as we get ready, uh, gosh, man, Christmas is next week. I mean, it feels like Christmas is this week. I, I heard today That's someone say it's five days away. I was like, Jesus. I know. What, well, what, what is really, it? Monday, Sunday, it's or Monday? Monday. It's, I know when it's when it's on a Monday, it really it's really weird yeah. because you know you thinking it's the weekend, but it's not the weekend. It's actually next week, right? So, mm -hmm. yeah. Matter of fact, we're 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 waiting to hear if the governor is going to give us off on Friday because he's been giving us Christmas Eve off. You know, like we've gotten it a lot of days, a lot of years in a row. Right. But with Christmas falling on Monday. We're hoping he's going to give us Friday off. So, is you know, so we're keeping our fingers crossed. That's going to be that's going to happen. Well, well, Dave, I'm I'm hoping he does not give y'all off. <laughs> okay, we have a lot of state listeners, uh, state workers that listen to the show. I'm pretty sure they will be uh, directing their ire towards you. Okay, Good, Dave. All I'm. Right? I'm I'm hoping that they don't give y'all off because I, I may need to hit a couple stores on Friday and I don't need all y'all state workers with them big paychecks yeah, up there, yeah. you know, buying up the last of the, uh, the shelves. Hey, I was in one store, man. There was hardly anything in there. I was like, oh, uh, you know what it was? That uh, that uh, Dollar General store uh, over, over near Christiana. Um, man, the shelves were bare, man. I was like, well, what, what happened in here? David, it was probably telling you you shouldn't have been doing your Christmas shopping at Dollar General. <laughs> I wasn't doing no Christmas shopping. <laughs> but somebody, but, look, somebody else was, though. I ain't going to lie. Yeah, that, somebody else but, was in there. Dave, Dave I'm, I'm going to have to give you some props, okay? Uh-oh. Here we go. So the other day, over the weekend, I was, I was looking for something. And I was like, you know, let me go to Old Navy, you know, in the shopping center by where we are. Couldn't really find anything. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, oh, shoot, there's a Boscovs over here. Yeah, yeah. Dave, yeah. I walked into Boscovs, and um, my focus quickly shifted from somebody else to myself. Now, I didn't buy anything, but I definitely uh, mentally noted some stuff. So probably after Christmas, I'm going to be heading back to Boscovs. Look, look, I went in there recently, and I did the same thing later because I spotted uh... – you know, and, and one thing about Boscovs, I wasn't always, I wasn't a Boscov shopper until like the last few years. That store got everything. Yeah, and they, this time they do of have year, a lot. they got great and they got great deals at this time of year. 
Mm-hmm. Great deals. And it, one day, the, the funny thing, um, I was with my wife when we were going over there, and I was like, man, Boscos, they don't got nothing. Boscos for old people. And that's how I thought about it in my mind. And before the before we left the store, she was trying to drag me off some racks. And she's like, yeah, Boscov is for some old people. Like, okay. <laughs> yeah, well, believe me, every time I go there, I don't, I don't just see old people in there. I see people of all mm-hmm. ages in there. Yeah, man. definitely. You know, so, yeah. Uh, they had a nice deal on the – did you see the Invicta watches? Uh, no, I did not. Yeah, they had a nice deal on on some of them Invictas in there, man. So I'm just letting you know, or you can, you know, I don't know if you like Invicta watches. You're not yeah, a watch guy, are you? You're not a so, watch guy. No, no, no. So, so I used to be an Invicta guy. There was this site called World of Watches. I don't know if you ever heard of it. No, I never heard of it. So back in probably the early, definitely in the 2000s and maybe the in the teens, early teens, they had where you could. Um, I don't even know know what you call it, but basically, if you see a watch you like, and they they had Invicta, they had some of everything. You oh, buy nail, pay later. Ah, so so anything, so every time I see a watch, I'm like, shoot, I can go ahead and put twenty five dollars on that Invicta <laughs> and, and pay twenty five dollars a month for eight months. And Dave, I probably bought about thirty watches through that program. You know, um, you know, net, net, never defaulting, never not paying. So then maybe last couple of years, I went back and I looked at the site and they don't have that program no more. I'm like, which, which I'm, I'm have, sure I know why. Cause... They still have the site, though, but they don't have the program. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, World of Watches is still there. And I mean, I understand why they don't have the program because, you know. People probably was ripping them off. <laughs> yep, yeah. 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 Do they still do they have decent deals on watches? Um. So, you know, to be honest, ever since I got my Apple Watch, you know, I, I kind of just gave uh, up on everything okay. else. I know, big baller. Okay, all right, I get it. I understand. Yeah, uh, I don't have an Apple Watch. I do. I have plenty of watches, but I do not have an Apple Watch. So, what well, well, you? How, how much your Invicta cost? I have right, no a mind. few Invictas. I got a few Invictas. So I'm, I'm sure. All right, big baller. Yeah. Yeah. Calling. yeah. You anyway. say one, one, one for each day of the week. Uh, well, not well. If I get a good enough deal on something, I will have one for every yeah. every day of the week. So, but I'm I've always been a watch guy. So I got I I look I, well, I that's one of the few things I will splurge on for myself is if I see a mm-hmm. nice watch, you know. So, you know, because I like watches till I get me that Rolex that um I did look. Uh, one of my coworkers said they went in the Rolex store recently. And they picked up this watch that they really, her husband, her husband really liked the watch. They picked up the watch. They looked at the tag, $15,000. <laughs> Damn. Put that thing right back. She said, wait, hold on. Does that say fifteen hundred or 15000 <laughs> It was 15000 So, well, whatever. But anyway. All right. Well, all right, let's see. We got a show for you guys. Um, you guys are listening to News and Trends with uh, Dave and Lynn. And let's see. Um, I guess we're going to start with this first story. I don't know if anybody's been paying attention over the last few days. The story came out from an actor uh, by the name of Kristen Keys. Now, I don't know if you guys are familiar with the name. Um, like when you first heard the name, did you, you didn't know who he was or did you know who it was? Yeah, um, I know exactly who it was. Oh, uh, OK. All right. Well, you know, you may not know the name for those out there who are listening. 
may not know the name, but if you Google Google him and you see his face, you say, oh, yeah, I know who that is. Because he's been in a, a lot of different things, a lot of B-movies, a lot of B-shows. You know, he's been, um, he's on, um, I know one of the shows he's on is All Rise. Um, that's on Oprah's network own. Then there's a, he was on, a, on another series, Saint and Sinners, uh, that, I guess it's still coming on. Um, I know it was on um the last season was on not too long ago. But he's he's pretty recognizable when you see him. But anyway, he came out and he uh, put out there that he had been sexually harassed um by a very powerful Hollywood producer um over the years and you know been basically he says strong armed about what certain things he wouldn't come out and say what was done and he wouldn't say who the person was but he just said that this person's been doing this for years now a lot of this is coming from of course you know we've had all the allegations with sexual misconduct abuse and um you know uh, rape and all of this stuff has been coming up recently, you know, especially with Diddy, even Bill Cosby name came back up, Jamie Foxx, you know, so a lot of this stuff has been coming up with a lot of these celebrities over the last couple of months because of um, um, that law that they have where they ha they can um, um, where they kind of throughout the uh, um, what is it, the uh, um statute of limit limitations as i couldn't think of it statute of limitations law and they gave for a certain period of time people a chance to go back for these cases that they felt needed to be filed against these powerful people that they've been filed against um you know we talked about diddy um you know how quickly he went to resolve that case with with Cass, uh with Cassie, like within twenty four hours, <laughs> he settled the case. So we know that had to have a little bit of merit to it. Um, but this uh, Kristen Keys is saying that this person, um, you know, he's threatening to expose who this person is, and you know, of course, you know, people today, you know how we are. We start guessing, trying to figure out who he's talking about because he didn't name any names. And um, all of a sudden, people start saying the name Tyler Perry. So, they David, saying, real quick, just to make sure yeah. I didn't miss anything. Did he specify that this was a man? Yes. Okay. He did. He did specify it was a man. And apparently he also said that this person was in Atlanta. So, of course, who's the first person you're going to think about as far as being a powerful right. producer, director type in Atlanta? I mean, there's two names that come to mind right away. One's in film and TV and all that kind of stuff. The other one's in music. I mean, is that what you think when you hear Atlanta? So, Dave, let, um, let me read this list. So I don't know if any of these live in Atlanta. These are 
some of the most famous, so I'll just say top nine, but not necessarily the top nine, Black producers. Ava DuVernay, so we know it's not her. Jordan Peele, you think, is he in the Atlanta area? I don't know. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Tyler Perry. Um, of course, John Singleton. John Singleton passed away. Spike Lee. Ryan Coogler. I'm sure he definitely in the Atlanta area. I thought he was on the West Coast. No, you you remember we did that article about oh, yeah, him going yeah, to the right. bank yeah, in Atlanta? Yeah, yeah. But no, but he lived on the West Coast though. Uh, who? Uh, Ryan Coogler. He was in oh, okay. Atlanta when it happened. Oh, yes, yes, yeah, yes. He lived on the West Coast. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Keenan Ivory Reigns. F. I Gary. Think he is in Atlanta. F. Gary Gray. So, I mean, it, not to say it's and any Spike of these Lee. people. And, Spike Lee, but we, yeah. know he, we know where he is. So Right. Um, everyone else probably is not as famous or as notable. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> It's interesting because are any of them as powerful as Tyler Perry? Um, is it? No, we know we know that's not the case. Yeah. Okay. So, um, let me just read a little bit of what this article says, just to, to just to tell you how people are when it comes to speculation. It said fans of actor Kristen Keys are coming for Tyler Perry as they they are convinced he is is. He's the influential entertainment figure who sexually harassed the actor. We reportedly previous uh, we reported previously that Keys revealed in an Instagram live session Friday night that has been that he has been sexually harassed for years and even sexually assaulted by a powerful man whose name he did not reveal. The person was sexually harassing me for years, he said, explaining that the powerful man bragged about having multiple young black men on the payroll and they just had to show up when he um, hold on. when he requested them to be there. Clearly, that's why he felt, I mean, that's why it felt to him that it was okay to say these things. Keys is speaking out after being empowered by Cassie's $30 million lawsuit against Sean Pitty, Diddy Combs. So is this motive is this his motivation? Money, maybe? He even threatened to release recordings of the man sexually assaulting him. Now, this says to me because it's not he's not saying much about what kind of assault it was but it sounds more verbal than anything right it does and it, it, to be honest the way i feel about it you can't go making these accusations this what my, my thought pattern you can't go making these accusations if you're not going to say exactly who it is because so dave imagine this for a loophole Imagine if Tyler Perry is not the person he's speaking about. Now you have everybody and their mama thinking that this was Tyler Perry. Yeah. Yeah. And 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 it's obvious that people really feel this way because in this in this um article that I'm reading from, there's some comments from some some fans and so forth. And I want to read a few of the comments so you can hear how people feel about this. 
It says, uh, this is one fan calling them out. It says, Keys fans called out Perry in his comments section on Instagram. One person wrote, we will cancel uh, TF out of you if you arrest this young man, Tyler. If you arrest this young man, Tyler. So if it's not you, then you better start talking. <laughs> uh, another person commented, do these people have lives or are they getting paid to care? So what if it's TP? What are they going to do about it? Sue him for secondhand emotional distress of a fan? These folks are way too invested in other people's drama and then have nothing to show for it when the dust settles. It says, the third one says, funny how someone can make an allegation without naming anyone right, and I get agree. people all worked up like seals. And that's the thing, because we have too much of this going on these days. People will come out, throw something hot out there on the fire, mm -hmm. and then, you know, you're watching the smoke, and you'd be waiting for people to put the flame out, which means start talking and say who you're talking about. But exactly. nobody ever seems to get to that point. And so if it's not Tyler, then at, now at least you got Tyler it's not all, Tyler. You got Tyler, yeah, you got Tyler all messed up out there right now. Yeah. They, this is what I call it. What's that quote? You can't throw throw rocks and hide your hands or you yeah, know, something and, like and, that. Yeah. And and he yeah. literally just threw a rock. You know, Dave, it's almost like if someone was like, <clears throat> Yeah, you know, um, somebody's a criminal and a thief. You know, it's a black, you know, it's it's one of these two black podcasters who live in Delaware. Now, granted, <laughs> there's probably a bunch of black podcasters who live in Delaware, yeah. but now the people yeah. who listen to our show are gonna be like, oh, which one? I Dave? wonder I wonder if it's Dave and Lynn. <laughs> yeah, I know. There you go. So well, it, it did say here, meanwhile, the neighborhood talk reports that Perry might be cleared as Keys liked an online comment from a user who said. I don't believe it was TP, and uh, and Keys like that comment. So um, now I don't know what Keys is trying to do. Now they said that his motivation could be money because I did see in another article that he is not doing well financially, mm -hmm. and um, so. That could be part of why he's saying what he's saying now. But, you know, um, if he's using Cassie as motivation, is it all about money or is it just about the fact that he wants to, excuse me, uh, want to be vindicated or, or and, and bring attention to this particular person? Um, what 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 does that owl say? Who the owl? Who the world will never know. Yeah, don't he say know, that with, I, with, No, you were saying what the owl said. I said who? Yeah, I know. <laughs> you know, so uh, well we know unless he starts talking, and uh, I'm sure if he's held on to it all these years, that he's probably going to hold on to it for a long time. So, unless somebody says we can get this money, start naming names. Yeah, or or um, you know, somebody pay him for his story. There you, you know go. I mean, 
I mean, he he probably won't be on Gail King, but he may be on uh, Tasha K. <laughs> Tasha K, man, she be getting them. She be she be getting right to the stories, though. She she'll be playing around. Yeah. So, but anyway, I guess we'll 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 hear more about this story as to come. And then it also, but does it also bring up another thing too? Uh, before I jump off of this story. Does it also bring up because you notice what they're not mentioning is his sexual preference? That is true. I mean, so does that come into play? Because if he's been him and he's talking about other males too, have been sexually harassed all this time and having all these issues all these years. So what is that saying about, I mean, are you saying that this, that you are, you know, you know, maybe bisexual or something like that, or I don't know. So I'm not sure. I mean, At least his public profile says he's heterosexual, but ain't, you know, ain't, ain't no telling what's going behind closed doors. Yeah, that's true. And we know that to be true, so... All right. Well, we'll we'll be we'll be uh, kind of following this story to try to uh, see what goes on with this, and we'll you know, because I'm sure if he ever names names, man, that's gonna build. That's gonna be a big thing. So it'll be almost like uh, what's his name? Um, um, the guy that's in jail. Um, R. Kelly. No. <laughs> oh. No, not that guy. Not, oh, uh, um, um, he's all right. The white, white guy. guy. Uh, um, oh my man. Um, the big time director that was. Uh, oh um, yes, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. you know I, I can't about, think right? of the name. Was it Harry yeah. Henry? No. Uh, gosh, Sam. We probably got people screaming at us right now. Is this? Is this? Is this? You know. So, um, why? Why am I thinking Weinstein? Is that it? Yeah, Harry Weinstein. Yeah, Weinstein. Yeah, Harvey Weinstein. Harvey. Yeah, there you go, Weinstein. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, but I guess we'll see. We'll see what happens, folks. Okay. All right. I guess we'll move on to our next story. What we got? All right, Dave. So our next story, and th- this may uh, bring it be a flashback for you. You remember the the ten year old who was um, arrested for peeing outside his mother's oh, car yeah. while yeah. she was at no. while, while she was at the attorney's office. Yeah. All right, well, he has had his trial and he was sentenced. No, are you serious? Yep. So he was sentenced to three months probation. In fact, um, I want to get this exactly right. And while Leonard's doing that, we we talked about the story. That was back during the summer, right? Yeah. Around that. Yeah. We talked about this story back then. I can't mm-hmm. believe I can't believe this, but go ahead. Yep. So he was sentenced to three months probation and he was required to write a report about Kobe Bryant. <laughs> <laughs> right. So for anybody who's not familiar with the story, I'll just do a quick recap. Um, and this happened about three months ago. A 10-year-old black boy in Mississippi, he was in the car waiting for his mother. 
his mother was um, in a, in an attorney's office. And, and Dave, I, I can't remember what she was in there for. And this article doesn't mention it, but she was in an attorney's office. And while she was in the attorney's office, he's in the car. He had to go to the bathroom really bad. And it says that he um, got out the car. He positioned the car door so that he could he could, uh, you know, urinate and not be seen publicly. His back was towards his front was towards the car. His back was towards, you know, whatever the openness might have been. Um, there was a police officer that saw him urinating, came up to him, uh, gave him or gave him or was going to give him a warning and let him off. Before this police officer could let him off, two or three other police officers showed up and they insisted that he be arrested for public, um, you know, indecent exposure, public, you know, wh whatever that that is. And they did not put him in handcuffs, but they did take him to jail and they put him in jail until his mother could come out. So, Dave, I just want to reiterate. This boy mm -hmm. is 10 years old. His mother states that he did what any reasonable 10-year-old would do. He urinated behind the car door, not exposing himself to anybody. And she states that he would not have been arrested, prosecuted, sentenced if he was any other color or race besides being black. What what, what are and and they you you'll definitely recognize his name is Quantavius. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, but before I move any farther, how, how do you feel about him being sentenced for three months probation and ordered to write a book report about, I mean, a report about Kobe Bryant? Well, first of all, I'm going to say this. The fact that they would use taxpayers' money to even have this trial is ridiculous. Second of all, I really don't get the fact that they they go through this trial, they find him guilty, <laughs> they they put him on probation for three months. Now, I wonder if, if that's gonna stay on his record. Um no, so his mother did say that it will not be on his record. So when it's done, his record is free and clear. But if they stay in that area as he becomes an adult or whatever, if he ever gets in trouble, I'm sure it'll be brought back up. Oh, I'm, I'm sure it will be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Dave, the exact he words better, were... He better, not pee, he, better, he better not pee nowhere as an adult. Nah, <laughs> not, and they, in fact, they, he better just pee in the car. Yeah, yeah, that's Please. right. He better get a cup or something, so... Um, but what is the purpose of writing a report about Kobe Bryant? Right. I'm not sure. So what I'm curious about, so also in the article, it did say that Kobe Bryant is his favorite or was his favorite basketball player. Oh, okay. So, All but, right. but even with that, I'm curious, did the judge, you know, did the judge ask him something that prompted him to mention Kobe Bryant? Because Dave, if we want to talk about race, I bet you they wouldn't have brought a little white boy in there and be like, right, right about Larry Bird, on Kobe Bryant. Yeah, Larry Bird or somebody. Yeah. Um, I don't. I 
that that is the craziest thing I've ever heard of. Um, and well, I, I, there's so many things I want to say here, but I, I I don't think I should. All I'm going to say is that could this have happened here? I don't think so. Um, it just says that we're still having some issues in parts of our country that we need to definitely truly investigate and try to resolve because if they got so much, if they spend that kind of time on a 10 year old kid, they probably should have the safest and uh, the least busiest police department in the world because they got right. all the crime handled there. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. You know, that they can spend this kind of money and, and, and this kind of time trying this case. You know, and it really makes no sense. And if I was the parents or the mother or, or the parents, whatever, I would move. I wouldn't stay there. Well, I guess he can't leave while he's on probation, but as soon as he gets <laughs> off of probation, yeah. as soon as he gets off of probation, I'm leaving. I, I don't want to raise my kid in a place that he doesn't have, that he, you know, that that kind of, you know, that you're that restricted based on who you are and the color of your skin. You All know? right. Well, Dave, as a black man, where are you going to move to? I would come north. To where? Um, I'm definitely coming to the East Coast. If, if you think back to, uh, well, no, back no, no, North, Dave, where, where, where are you coming? Oh, I'm, I'm gonna be in this area somewhere. Where, in this where, area. where exactly? Delaware. <laughs> no, I wouldn't. No, I would. I would. I would come anywhere above Virginia, maybe Baltimore, New Jersey, Delaware, Pennsylvania, somewhere away from the South. Okay. Where would you go? No, no, no. I'll you, just ask. Would you stay? Would you stay in Mississippi? Well, the reason why I was asking is because where do you go to escape race racism? Yeah, but if you think about that's where I was getting ready to go. If you think about in the past, most of those people who you know when slavery when they became free and all that stuff, where did they move? They moved north. Yeah. Okay, because they and because. They were handling things different up here. You know, you can be a free man up here. You couldn't be a free man down there. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. So it's always north is always the direction that most of them want to come in. So, yeah. But that's really that's really crazy about this story. And um, I hope there's some type of justice for that kid. And yeah, so, I don't know. Um they they said they plan to file a federal lawsuit next month against the city and the arresting lawsuit. They need to. They yeah. do. They do. They do. And, and and they never said anything about the officer. So the officer, I guess, never got in any kind of trouble, never got reprimanded or anything because he was so doing the, his job. One officer was fired at the time of the incident. The other two, I think, were put on probation. Yeah, it's always so. put on probation. Would right. pay probably. Yeah. So, yep. So, <laughs> you know, we will 
you know, follow it and see what this forthcoming lawsuit is and see if, uh, you know, good old Quantavius can get a couple dollars in his pocket for this inconvenience. Yeah. 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 There you go. There you go. All right. All right. Well, I guess we'll move on to our next story. You guys are listening to News and Trends with David Lynn. Thank you for spending your time listening to our show. We really appreciate all the support we get from each and every one of you. All right, moving on to our next story. Uh, this is simply titled <laughs> The Snow Bunny Effect. Um, what does that have to do with anything? Well, this is a story about Jonathan Majors uh, who, as everybody should know by now, yesterday his trial reached uh, uh, an end and there was a verdict and he was found guilty on a couple different things. And right after that, he was dumped by Marvel, um, you know, uh, where he was about to get paid and, you know, some big role, a big role. He had his own movie that was about to come out in a couple years. But anyway, this is what this story is about. So let me just kind of give you a little bit here. Um, it starts out by saying, did Jonathan Majors blow up his career over a snow bunny? <laughs> well, that's what folks are saying on social media now that Disney has dumped him. Majors was set to play the supervillain Kang as part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe and made his on-screen debut with the studio in Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumanium in February. Excuse me, in February. He was also reportedly set to play Kang in the Avengers, the Kang Dynasty, slated to premiere in 2026. Now, however, because he was found guilty in, of assault and harassment of his ex-girlfriend, Grace Jabari, during a domestic dispute, he has been fired by Disney Marvel. Um, and, and people, people are so cruel. You know, there were some comments that were put out there. It says, uh, here's one, here's a few of them. It says, hmm, he was the he was the only part of these new Marvel phases that I've been enjoying. Ant-Man, except the end fight scenes, and Loki uh, um, were his favorites, um, says someone. Another one said, black actors and athletes should know by now to leave the milk alone. Learn from Emmett. Ooh, that was that was Damn. that was cool. Yeah, they, they took it back with that one. Yeah, yeah, they ain't playing. And then there's this one: ruin his career over a snow bunny. It says earlier we posted that Majors was found guilty of one count of assault and one count of harassment in the trial against ex-girlfriend. Um, what do you think? Well, when you heard the verdict, what did you think? What did you think right away? So to be honest, Dave, I I haven't really been up too too up on this. So I did hear a little bit about it today, and <clears throat> I mean, I, I don't know. Okay, when uh when the verdict came down, well, first I actually have talked to a couple people, 
about this. And it's funny, it's been kind of mixed about how people felt about this whole thing. A lot, uh, there were a few people that were saying that he was being railroaded and, you know, that the girl was crazy and she was lying and so forth and so forth. But then, you know, there's been so many people who have shown receipts and proof that he has an anger management problem and that there's been people who have worked with him on movies and so forth that don't want to work with him again and so forth and so forth. Um, so people, you know, people tend to believe that something did happen and that he was guilty of something, maybe not everything she said, but still they feel that he was guilty of something. And as far as the, um, you know, him being found guilty on the things that he was found guilty of, uh, the, the, the jury felt that way too. Um, and it's a shame because this guy was at the top of the food chain yeah. there for a minute. He definitely you know? was. He was. And um and nowadays, you know, there's video everywhere, man. <laughs> you know, it's kinda hard to escape any you know, being filmed on anything. And when you think you don't people aren't looking, people are looking. And he, you know. The worst thing that could have ever happened was he was caught on tape. You know, the situation was caught on tape. And and once that happens, I mean, you know, we all remember the famous video in the in the elevator with uh Jay-Z and Salon mm -hmm. and everything. Cause that was like, wasn't that like the very first like real shocking thing I think we all saw that was kind of crazy to us, you know. Is you know because you you knew something was you know that was just crazy seeing that happen especially with these big time celebrities you know and so now you know you can't be anywhere um, every time you turn around I mean between people performing and you seeing yeah. people throwing stuff on stage at people now and it's all being caught on stage did you see the recent um, you know like Anita Baker is fussing with people because. Uh, Anita Baker, they showed her on stage and she was like kind of out of it and whatever. And and she started fussing with people in the audience. I mean, you can't go anywhere without cameras being on you now. And for him to be where he was less than a year ago, I mean, and of course, you know, we've had a lot of actors, big name actors to recently get caught up in, in craziness and whatever but you know you know you know how many people try to get in that marvel universe oh yeah i'm sure there's a lot of big name actors that want to be in a marvel movie and here you are because let's be realistic they don't have a lot of black actors in those movies it's, you know except for the wakanda movies that's where most of them were but, you know, they don't have a lot, they don't have any, I mean, except for what, Jamie Foxx had a lead role in one of the Spider-Man movies. Mm -hmm. um, you know, you got, um, uh, what's my man's name to play Sam Wilson in, um, yeah. um, you know, in the Avengers and so forth. I mean, and Don Cheadle, but I mean, that's basically it, right? 
Samuel Jackson. Oh, well, yeah, can't forget yeah. about Samuel Jackson. But, yeah, but, I mean, but it's not a lot of us. That's what I'm saying. It's not a lot of us. And for him to, you know, be set up, you know, to play this role because he played it in Ant-Man and then he was he, he was in Loki's uh, uh, series and then they were setting him up to be the man in the Avengers movie. Now somebody else is going to be playing that role. Um, it's really it's really crazy how one bad decision can change your whole life. Oh yeah, and uh, you know <laughs> the fact that they're calling her a snow bunny here. That's that's really funny because you know <laughs> you know we. we <laughs> It's so many, so many comments that uh, I've read over the whole thing, it, but you know, for years you always hear these stories about this kind of stuff, and you know how your career could be ruined by making the wrong choice because automatically it was ironic because as soon as that incident happened, all of a sudden he disassociated himself with the female and went to a black female, mm-hmm. someone we all know, Megan Good, and um. You know, all of a sudden he was he was aligned back. He came back home. You know what I mean? Um, and normally that's what happens when they go out there. They get themselves jammed up. They come back home to try to uh, make things smoother for him. I don't I don't know where the future is going to uh, be for Mister Majors, but hopefully uh, he's able to get the help that he might need in order to try to make the better choices that he needs to make and be able to continue to get back into his craft and maybe climb his way back to the top once again. But that's tough. Now, they didn't say what the sentencing is going to be. But, um, you know, I hope the brother doesn't have to do any jail time, but I don't know. He may have to. Maybe, maybe, um, or maybe it does get probation. Maybe he might get house arrest. I don't know. But they didn't say anything about what these uh, charges um, bring as far as, you know, penalty is concerned. So I guess we'll be watching to see that. But it just, you know, I just wanted to bring that story up because, you know, we all have made bad decisions in our lives. But when it costs you so much, like this guy career you know that that night he probably has played that over and over and over again in his head right now yeah i'm sure yeah so um so hopefully he's able to be able to rise above it and be able to move on so but you know um good luck mr majors Let's, let's see what happens all right Okay, uh, moving on to our next story. I wanted to, uh, well, it's that time of the year. This is Christmas. And I saw this story and I thought it would be interesting in talking about this for a little bit. Um, it's called The Significance of a Black Santa. And it says the Black Santa Houston discussion discusses why representation matters, especially during the holiday season. I'm going to give you a little background on this. 
It says, back in 2017, a little boy in Texas wanted to have his picture taken with Santa. However, the little boy's mother, Megan Butler Coleman, wanted the, wanted the Santa in question to look like her son. Needless to say, meant she wanted Santa to be black. Um, she needed a black Santa. The search took almost two years, but eventually a mutual friend introduced Butler Coleman to Kelvin Douglas, an educator in the state and a perfect candidate to don the big red suit and play the part. Douglas agreed, and the whole experience went off without a hitch for the delighted youngster. It was such a hit that Butler Coleman was inspired to do more. And as Douglas uh, recently told um, the griot, next thing you know, it became a business. We were all surprised by the level of interest Butler Coleman noted. I knew we had something. And since um, <clears throat> the Black Santa Houston launched in 2019, Douglas has gone on to recreate that experience for count countless Black children throughout the country, from being featured in the New York Times to appearing on the Drew Barrymore show. He has covered a lot of ground. It's a lot of love and pride that gets that I get out of being able to be that reflection for so many kids and family, Douglas said. And he's not alone. It says, gone are the days of Santa Claus only being depicted and performed as an old white man with a big belly. Black Santas can now be found as um, um, aspirational destinations like Disney World and beyond. Santa also isn't just black and white these days. He is uh, as diverse as the children who believe in him. Even Macy's iconic Santa Land experience has expanded its offerings to include a black Santa and a Spanish-speaking Santa with more options in the works. I'm going to stop right there. Um, <clears throat> the... The fact that this guy took the time to realize that there was a need to to uh, put himself out there like that. Now, of course, keeping in mind, Santa is, is not so much what Santa looks like as to the fact of what Santa is supposed to mean and the service that Santa provides for so many young people. With that in mind, he's been able to build this business with the right attitude, that makes a lot of sense. Now, of course, the, the trick to the whole Santa thing is being in position to put yourself in those places where kids still believe. Because, you know, so many of our kids do not believe anymore because, of course, you have so many people telling them there is no Santa or there's no this or there's no that. And of course, these kids are a little smarter than we look than we were coming up because we were those of us that believed there was a Santa at, at one point. Um, you know, with with social media, with all the videos, stuff, and everything, people will be able to figure out that there is no Santa. But to be able to provide a service like this, where you can um, request to have a black Santa show up to your event or 
to go see a black Santa and to be able to, you know, have a professional who takes pride in doing what they're doing. I think that's a great service. What do you think? What do you think about that? So, I mean, kind of twofold. So, I mean, I definitely agree, you know, representation matters. So, you know, kids don't just have to see a white Santa. They can see a black Santa. Um, but overall, Dave, this whole Santa thing is out of control. <laughs> it is out of control. I mean. Why you say that? Because now. And I mean, I'm sure maybe it was like this when we were growing up or I was growing up. But just everything is so commercialized. You know, everything they I remember back in the day, and I'm sure you remember, too. And I'll, I'll speak about Thanksgiving and Christmas. Thanksgiving, all the stores used to be closed. Yeah. They they, the, only thing think, was open, the only thing was open was maybe 7-Eleven, right. Wawa, something like that. Yeah, maybe that a gas it. station. Yeah, Dave, yeah. Now, all the stores are open. Everything's open because it's all about money. Yep. Christmas. Um, I don't remember Christmas. I wasn't out like that, you know, without my parents. But I'm sure everything was closed on Christmas or closed early. Yep, now, they closed their, a lot of stuff closed early. Um, yeah, now, I'm sure yeah. a lot of stuff is open or, you know, open late. So, the, yeah. you know, so the reason why I say the whole Santa Claus thing is because I feel like, and I mean, at the end of the day, just to be honest, do we really care about Christmas being the spirit of giving? You know, I, I feel like most people don't. Now, the birth of Christ, Yes, you know, I, I think that's still going, but it's not as, you know, I'm just public interest. It's not as strong as what it used to be. But now I feel like everything is pushed towards buying presents for every people that you don't need. They don't need. You can't afford, you know, I mean, I don't know. It's just crazy. Like I was listening to an article and just talking about how many people were spending up their credit card budgets and how many people, how expensive groceries are and, you know, how people are going beyond their means, you know. So, I mean, it's just crazy. Then, Dave, my third point. Do you ever think that maybe, you know, the independent Black Santas, I understand. But when some of these stores are setting up Black Santas, that they're doing it with the intention of getting more Black shoppers in there. There, there may be a, a if it's if it's a store that maybe has not been diverse over the uh, over the years, and they're trying to play into that diversity thing, um, and they do bring somebody a black Santa in, um, then yeah, I think it's all about getting the 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 shoppers and everything to come there because as soon as you put out there, you know. It gets out there. Oh, they got a black Santa at that store. You know we're coming. You know that's where we're going. Well, hold on, you but know, are so we? If you want your picture taken with him, mm -hmm. yeah. There's a um, there's a guy I know who's in New York. Um, he's done he's done the Santa thing for Macy's in the past, but he's working for some other store up there. I forget which one it is now, but he said he gets thirty to fifty dollars. Every picture. Think about that. Thirty to fifty dollars every picture. His day starts now. He he actually 
during this time of year, because he's a contractor, um, he has sort of, you know, he has his own little hustle. He's a contractor, but from, it starts, well, it gets earlier and earlier every year, he says. He said that, you know, because, you know, the holidays start earlier and earlier now, especially with social, with social, uh, with the internet, with shopping and all that stuff. So he said that his, this year, November 1st, he was in, he was in um, a couple stores already, November 1st. And the the line start at nine o'clock and he would take his last pictures. Now, this is the first and second week of November now. Mm-hmm. Thanksgiving hadn't been there. His his day would end around five o'clock. Thirty to fifty dollars a picture, Leonard. And constant he get an hour, he get two fifteen minute breaks and an hour lunch. Every other moment is spent taking a picture. He says, I can, he said, for those couple of months that he does the picture taking and he usually stops, he'll go all the way up until he'll still be there until New Year's Eve or whenever that is. He said he has made enough that he doesn't have to work for half a year. Wow. Well, Dave, we, we in the wrong business. I know, I know. I said, I said, are you serious? He said, Dave, think about it. Twenty, uh, I mean, thirty to fifty dollars every picture. That's my take. Okay, I said, well, what constitutes a fifty dollar picture? He said, if it's multiple kids, uh, like if it's twins or something like that, he gets fifty dollars for those pictures. And he said that happens on a more than regular basis. Or if uh, the child is unruly, you know, or you know, hard to deal with, you know, so. Um, but he said, yeah, yeah, he, he says it's crazy. He pays most of his bills for those couple of months during the holiday. He'll, he'll pay his bills for the year or so. He does some crazy stuff. He said, I, I get rid of a lot of my bills during that time of year because I have all this extra money. So, but so something like this with this story is doing a service that, that is definitely needed for those that are still believing the fact that we still have kids that still want to take these pictures and believe or now they might not believe in the whole experience. I mean, uh, there was a, a thing on, um, uh, on Instagram where there's an elevator. I don't know if you saw this, the elevator, the kids get on the elevator. Mm-hmm. It's a, it, you're in the store and you get on the elevator and the elevator, um, they shut the door and you see all these gears moving like the elevators look like it's going up and up. And then all of a sudden you see the sky and and you're over all looks like you're looking down. You can hear the, there's a kid in the elevator. Say, oh, my God. Look, look, look. You know, and then all of a sudden you see the North Pole and you say, oh, mommy, there's a North Pole. There's a North Pole. So this elevator is actually taking you to the North Pole. And so you go through one door, you come in one door, and then you go out the other door. And when you go out the other door, you're in Santa's workshop, and Santa Claus is sitting there. And the oh, kid wow. freaks out. It's the coolest thing, you know. But you got to have the right mentality. You got to have, you know, you got to, it's only going to work for those kids that still believe, you know. So, yeah. yeah. So, but I just thought this was a great story, especially this time of year. More of, uh, you know, hats off to this, this gentleman. Uh, I wouldn't mind talking to this guy just to see how how well this this is going for him 
you know, if he's been on, you know, these shows and whatever, he obviously has found something that has worked for him. And it's good to have traditions that have not been ruined because the whole Santa Claus thing is definitely a tradition that we all have dealt with at some point or another in our lives. So it's good that he's keeping that going. I just wanted to bring that story up. And and uh, especially since we got Christmas coming next week. So, all right. Um, but that being said, uh, that was our last story for tonight. Um, you guys have been listening to News and Trends with Dave and Len. So we're finally to our last part of the show, which is Leonard's favorite part of the show, which is Dave's Corner. Uh, he's sitting here with, he, you know, his eyebrows went up and he can't wait to hear my question. I know, Dave, I'm, I'm waiting yeah. with bated breath. Yeah, say so there you go. See, I told you. So in light of, especially since I just got finished talking about this particular story and in light of, you know, uh, the whole Santa Claus thing. OK, I want to ask you this question. What is the biggest lie your parent or your parents told you as a child that you found out later? <laughs> and, and, and I noticed you changed my words. I didn't say lie, but you put lie. <laughs> I just realized you put that. No, in. That, hold on. <laughs> I was trying to I, look. Uh, I was saying untrue. Oh, light. Uh, okay. Uh, All right. Yeah, I know you just went. You went hardcore. I didn't want to say lie, but you know. My my original question didn't say lie. It said, um, uh, yeah, but anyway, anyway, anyway. So the biggest lie your parent or parents told you as a child that you found out later was a lie or completely false or simply untrue. Now, keep in mind, you know, I already took the biggest one off the board, which was the Santa Claus thing. For those mm-hmm. that you know, because that was is it, well before we even before you even answer, you think that's the biggest one of all time? You think that's the biggest one? No, definitely. That any not. parent probably told their kid. No, I I think that's probably the most com you know one that everyone has in common. Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> you all know, right. Dave, right. this is a hard question because I think most of my parents' lies they probably took them to the grave. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I mean? It, it, but, it's but, almost but, like, but, like, like when I, know, I think but, about. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure there was something they told you as a kid that you found out later on simply wasn't true. Think about it. I'm, I mean, they, I mean, I, I can't say there's anything big. Now, there's a lot of little lies. Okay. Like, you know, if you eat all that, your teeth are going to fall out. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, especially, um, candy. especially when it came to candy, right? Yeah, candy. Yeah. Or oh, well, hold on, hold on. This is this probably one of the the, the lies because this lie I tell my kids. I don't got no money to get that. <laughs> you know. Yeah, uh, and, of course they, they don't believe they, 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 and, <laughs> and then I turn around, hop on Amazon, and, and make a purchase for something. <laughs> Um, yeah. I mean that. Um, I don't know. You know, I, I I feel like parents just tell us a bunch of little lies to kind of pacify us over. Um, I'm I'm trying to think of any big lies. I mean, 
Get get thicker or anything, huh? Nah, I can't because there were probably a whole bunch of little lies that I never knew were lies. I just trusted it when they said that, you know, the store ran out of cookies or, um, you know, my dad picked me up late from practice because he had a meeting when I know he just overslept, you know what I mean? Overslept. <laughs> but they not, 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 not nowadays because, uh, if I'm two minutes late to practice, if my phone be ringing, I'll be getting a text. <laughs> Dave, ha have you seen that meme on Instagram? Um, so I think it's one of the, the so this specific meme, and I'll, I'll make it quick. I'm, I'm killing this question. Um, they're like, how your, how your phone sounds after you announce on social media that you're in a relationship. And it just had all these different ringtones going back to back to back to back. Um, that's how my phone sounds when I'm late to uh, pick somebody <laughs> up from practice. Like all the alarms going off. Yeah, but Dave, what, what, what about you? What would you say is the the biggest lie that you found that you found out later in life? Something that was completely false or simply untrue, or they just simply intended to deceive you. Well, it's funny as you were talking. I thought I thought of a couple of them right quick. Um, one was the tooth fairy. Yeah, <laughs> you know, because I I remember believing that the tooth fairy actually left that money under my my pillow. You know, and you know, and um, that was something because I just you know you never. Between that and, and the whole thing about Santa Claus and everything, just never saw them, you know, they had everything so set up perfectly for you to believe that that stuff was really going on. Well, well Dave, so let, let me ask you a question, play on the tooth fairy. How long did you pretend you didn't know about the tooth fairy when your teeth fall out to still keep getting money? <laughs> Well, I didn't pretend I didn't that I believed in the two. I did believe in the two fairy. I ain't gonna lie. We all did in my, especially my time coming up. We all did because we had no reason not to believe it. Because we look, our parents really played dumb when it came to the money thing. You know, oh, you you had money on your pillow, you know. And back then, we probably if we got fifty cents, you know, or, or anything like that. Of course, the first thing we were doing was running to get candy, you know, mm -hmm. that kind of stuff. So. But but um, after after you realized that the two fairy did not exist, how long did you act like she existed just so your parents? Oh no, you know what? Once I I remember when I you know of course it was another kid that told me they said look they ain't they ain't no two fairy that's your parents putting that money under under your pillow or whatever and I remember going to my mom and saying something to her about it and mm -hmm. um. She laughed and she thought it was she thought it was funny, but she didn't lie to me. She said, Yeah, it's me. And she oh, kept damn. putting the money. Yeah, she kept putting the money on. I mean, anytime I lost the tooth, she was put the money on. I expected the money to be there. It was there. So, you know. So uh, but that was one thing. And the other thing that came to my mind while you were uh, talking was the stork bringing the babies. Oh yeah. Because <laughs> remember they asked how the babies where the babies come from? Yeah. And that was their answer to it uh, all the time that a stork brought the baby. I remember hearing that story a lot as a kid. You know, until later on we found out 
yeah, they, there was definitely no story involved, you know, so in the baby coming here. So, but those, those are two big ones that I, I came up with that were very prevalent and very big during that time. Outside of, the, of course, the Santa Claus thing. I think that Santa Claus, I think is the biggest one ever. I really do. Yeah. Yeah, I really do. So, uh, I don't think any, any, any story can top that story. None. So, but anyway, there you have it, folks. Um, and if you guys have some ones that, you know, you could think of uh, that your parents might have told you, some whoppers that they might have told you back in the day that uh, really had you believing, let us know. Give us, uh, throw your little two cents in as far as what your thoughts may be. Okay. All right. I guess that's it for tonight. We want to uh, thank each and every one of you for tuning in. Uh, we really appreciate uh, We really appreciate it. Len, you got anything you want to add? Yeah, you know, same old, same old. Um, so wishing everybody a Merry Christmas from News and Trends with Dave and Lynn. And hopefully you get to enjoy your family and friends. Yep, that's right. Merry, Merry Christmas to everyone. Happy Holidays. Happy Kwanzaa, you know, Feliz Navidad, you know, uh, happy, what, with my Hanukkah. There we go. We got to throw the Hanukkah Join in there, us too. next week for another edition of News and Trends. <laughs> and uh, like Tim Dave said, join us next Lynn. week. <laughs> All right. We'll talk to you later. <laughs> <laughs>